how to study a successful individual is the topic of discussion today on this podcast those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything this is success with srini if it's professional growth personal growth financial growth or relationship growth we're talking about it one show one topic diving in deep with practical and useful insights that will change and transform your life. Welcome to Success with Srini. And now your host, Srini Sarapalli. Welcome or welcome back to Success with Srini. It might have happened to you where you may have met a successful individual and a zillion thoughts might have crossed your mind. What makes him or her successful? What's the secret? Can I model? Can I learn something from them? Sometimes I've also seen people who meet successful people and become jealous, uh, sometimes even become envious of them. I've seen everything. But because we are talking in the context of self-improvement, I want to keep the discussion just to personal development. So you meet a successful individual and and you are in awe of what they have. How do you study them? What's the secret? Is there a method? We'll talk about that on the podcast. And towards the end of the podcast, I want to share with you a resource that I want you to get. We'll get to that towards the end. So stay with me. Okay. So there are four things that every successful individual displays. So we go by display because you meet somebody you don't know. You don't know because you haven't spent time with them. It's very difficult to read someone at that level where you know everything about them and then you have built enough understanding about them. It's very hard because you're meeting somebody for the very first time, maybe second time, third time, something like that. So there are four things a successful individual displays. So we go by display. The first one is their habits and their behaviors, how they are behaving and some of their habits. For example, um, let's say somebody is extremely rich. You meet them. You consider them to be successful. They're showing, they're displaying success. But then they're very rude to people around them. They're ill-treating their employees or they're, they're mistreating their co-workers or for people who work for them, something like that. So, you see that something is wrong. They're angry. They are. They don't have the right temperament. You see that and that's a red flag right there. And at that point in time, if you are smart enough, then you may back off. Now, yeah, they may have some success, but that's not the success. Maybe whatever the way they are talking, the way they are behaving is not in line with their values. So habits and behaviors, easy to, to spot because they're in display all the time. The second one is their commitments or values, commitments. So, for example, if they give a word, do they keep? If they make a promise, they keep. And one of the commitments is their their family, their spouse or their partner or their significant other or their children. You know, what's the, how, how do they, how do they have it, how all that is aligned you that's in display that should be in display that you could pick up 
from that, from the commitments and values. And the third one is their possessions, their material possessions. So material possessions are the first draw. People look at you, the car you're driving, the house you're living, and the things that you are putting across so things that are that you can't contain you can't you can't hide it's they're in display so people get attracted looking at that but that is not a real way to assess an individual but you get to see some you can you can read their possessions and the last and the final one is the way they dress and the way they address. And I talked, I did a whole podcast episode a few days ago talking about this, you know, the way they speak, the way uh, they show up, their mannerisms and all that. Now, talking about the first one, which is habits and behaviors. Many, many years ago, I came across, I think this was an article or maybe, maybe a magazine where they talked about an incredible habit that Lady Diana had, which was every time she used to meet a new individual, she would go home and send them a handwritten note, thanking them or whatever, a handwritten note. Now, Back then, it was not a big deal. I heard about the story and I was like, or read that and I was like, okay, fine, no big deal. But when I started to implement this, it was difficult. It was hard. Now, I meet 10 or 15 people in a day and Lady Diana would meet, I don't know how many people, you know, maybe 30, 40, 50 people a day. And she would sit down at the end of the day and and send them a handwritten note of gratitude or whatever. How is it possible? How could somebody do this? You know, what I concluded later on is that's not work for her. That's how she lives her life or lived her life. So that's a habit in display right there. Speaks a lot. Now, that being said, let's talk about what, you know, these are the things, you know, but there is something beyond this. There are two things that I try to study when I meet a successful or when I see a successful individual in display. I want to know their structure. I want to know how they use time, where they use their time, their activities, their engagements. I want to know all that. What is their morning routine? What is their afternoon routine? What's their evening routine? how much time they give to health, how much time do they give to money, how much time they give to their commitments. I want to know the structure. Of course, I want to know the routines, as I said. But then I also want to know the people behind this success. Like they have a good family structure, they have good friends around them, they are having great conversations with people. I want to know that. And I also want to know their practices. What do they practice? Do they meditate? Do they exercise? What are their practices? I want to know. So I want to know their overall structure in which they operate. Now the second one I want to know is the setbacks. This is a big one. I want to know the setbacks. What are some of their personal setbacks? What are some of their 
professional setbacks, emotional setbacks, and how did they recover from those setbacks? I want to know that. I want to I want to learn that. So I want to know the structure through which they operate. I want to know the setbacks. These are the two most important things through which I study successful people. And for that, sometimes you can't get this information. If you're meeting somebody for you know, two or three times, you cannot. And obviously, you can't find this in the public unless they have voluntarily have given some interviews or there is some thing being written on them. You can't, you can't get this information. So, you know what I do? I ask. I am notorious going up to people who are successful and asking them, what's the secret? How did you get here? What is, this is so unique about you. This is, this is incredible about you. I want to know the backstory. I want to know your journey. I want to know the price you paid to get here. And I want to know how they recovered through some of the most difficult circumstances and how do they carry themselves on a daily basis. I need to know that. I ask. So the message on today's podcast is ask. You ask a successful individual how they do what they do, they will never say no. They never say no. Recently, I saw a video in some social media about Steve Jobs talking talking about uh, Bill Hewlett, co-founder of HP, how Steve Jobs was 12 years old or maybe 13. He was in high school and he called up Bill Hewlett and, and asked him, uh, you know, hey, uh, I want to build a tra- something, a transformer or something and I need this and I need that, I need this. And Bill got so excited about Steve Jobs that he ended up giving him an internship in his company at HP. It's amazing. I mean, the story, and Steve Jobs says, if somebody comes up to me and asks me something, I I do that. But people don't ask. So ask. That's the point. I want to wrap up, as I promised, I want to wrap up today's podcast episode with a resource that is something that I... It changed my perspective. It's a book. Changed my perspective when I read this. How to read a person like a book by Gerard Nirenberg. Get this book. Read this book. And the last time I told a couple of people about this book, they said they can't find it. But you should be able to find it in a library or maybe some some other old bookstores. But it seems like this book is out of print. But I read this book, completely changed my perspective on how to read people and made me a better reader of human life, form, in all the different shapes and forms it expresses itself. It's an amazing book. Uh, Get your hands on it. That's all for now. I hope this is helpful. If it is, uh, let me know. And before you know it, I'll be with you as early as tomorrow. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Success with Srini. Srini is committed to changing and transforming your life, whether it's professional growth, personal growth, financial growth, or relationship growth. Srini has positively touched the lives of over 1 million people through his seminars, webinars, workshops, and radio shows. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. 
and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit up the YouTube channel at Success with Srini and the website at www.srinisarapalli.com. Remember, improvement begins with I. See you next time on Success with Srini.